Welcome to the Real Digital Success Podcast. This is the podcast allergic to everything fake and addicted to everything online, authentic, and real. On this podcast, we discuss the things about online entrepreneurship that don't get talked about a lot, but are essential. I'm your host, Rocher, aka the meticulous marketer, the improbable interviewer, and the practical podcaster. Welcome, welcome to a new episode. Today, I got a treat for you. I invited Sarah Roxanne Watson from the Unchained CEO to talk everything YouTube. Not too long ago, I saw one of her videos where she talked about getting her first thousand subscribers in 30 days. So today, she's going to share some of that YouTube knowledge with us. So without further ado, let's get into the show. Welcome, 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 Sarah, to the Real Digital Success Podcast. I'm really excited to have you. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I I'm, I appreciate it very much. I was I love talking about this stuff. So yeah. Yeah, I thought it was really cool because I I don't know if I I I don't even remember when I added you on Instagram. But mm -hmm. I remember seeing like some videos of you, and I thought like this is like very interesting. So. And then after, I think it was two weeks ago, I saw like one of your uh, uh, live videos. And then yeah. I felt like, okay, she's pretty interesting. I would love to have her on the show. Thank you very much. <laughs> But yeah, for the people that don't know you, uh, who is Sarah Roxanne Watson? Okay, so I am a entrepreneur, speaker, and digital content creator. I'm based here in Toronto, Canada. And yeah, I just love to create. I've, I'm one of those people that have been in a field for a really long time in healthcare. That is where my um, primary like physical business is based in. I have a wellness studio here in Toronto, Align One Wellness. And I just have a creative side as well. I feel like a lot of your listeners can resonate with that. There's other things that you want to do outside of your regular like nine to five or your regular business. And I just started creating content and yeah, it just grew into this thing called the Unchained CEO. And uh, now we're here. So yeah, that's, that's me in a nutshell. There's a lot more I could go into, but that's not what this <laughs> podcast is about. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Even though you never know how deep we might go, uh, right? but I was, but I was uh, interested because I saw all your stuff about Unchained CEO. So, mm -hmm. uh, does it have like a? Uh, do you have like a mission statement or something or a specific reason why you started Unchained CEO? I do. So I, I have a natural gift of communication and. Um, I love to inspire and empower people all that like I, I always tell people I'm like a optimist by default. It's just nice. <laughs> it's just my programming. So I tip I, that's just what I do. Like I'm always talking to my friends or my family or strangers on the street, whoever I meet at networking <laughs> events or wherever I am. It's just a natural thing. And people feel so comfortable talking to me about things. And um, I got to a place in my healthcare career because I've been in healthcare for 10 years now where I knew there was more that I needed to do and I couldn't do it within that field. So the universe, God, whoever you, however you call it, uh, I got a lot of like intuitive sort of messages coming into me all at one time, like during this, like, I don't know, six months to one 
year period. And it just kept telling me, you know what, Sarah, put your stuff online, just transform that and bring it to people on your Facebook page or on your Instagram or whatever. YouTube wasn't even a thought at the time. Mm-hmm. And um, I really started the Unchained CEO because I met a lot of people, women specifically, through business networking events that I go to. And they would tell me about all these great ideas, this amazing thing they want to do, all this stuff. And I would just be hanging on every word. And I'm the kind of person where if you tell me that you want to go to the moon in a paper bag, I'll be like, when is the launch day? I'll be there. <laughs> right. So I, I just, I love to hear people talk about what they're passionate about and actually doing it. But the common thread was that a lot of these women, when I asked them, okay, so where's the website? Um, how can I support? Like, where, where do I go? They didn't start. And it was simply out of a few things, fear, Uh, They didn't feel they had the resources or the qualifications or the money or the know-how or whatever, and they just didn't start it. And I I was so disappointed hearing this over and over and over again. I said, nah, I got to like do something about it. So the Unchained CEO is basically all about empowering, inspiring women to be the best version of themselves. Uh, grow, thrive, and discover and pursue their purpose, be the boss that they're supposed to be, you know? So anything you see or hear about when it comes to the Unchained CEO, we're always pushing, empowering women, empowering people for sure, but specifically women in general. Mm, yeah. 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 I like it. I also like how uh, 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 you've incorporated that mental component when you talk about fear, uh, because I can relate a lot uh, when it comes to that, just starting things like this and putting yourself out there, uh, it can be kind of scary. I remember like I waited a long time before I started this podcast. So I can really relate uh, to that story about people having fear. And I think it's yeah. really good that you're actually doing something about that and helping people in that way. So mm-hmm. what I found interesting, uh, because I've been looking at uh, a lot of your stuff over the last few weeks, like a lot. <laughs> but <laughs> much appreciated yeah, i love yeah. it <laughs> <laughs> i uh, i i don't even question there's a lot of views coming in on your youtube channel because of me right now but uh, uh okay. what i found interesting is uh you have two channels and mm-hmm. uh you started uh you started talking uh, about how uh your second channel started to blow up and you got like, I think a thousand subscribers uh, in one month of being active uh, yeah. on YouTube. So uh, it's it's interesting, but what uh, made you decide to focus on YouTube as a marketing channel? Uh, well, I started off with Facebook and Instagram, but the reason why I really knew YouTube was the thing is because with uh, social media, you put up a post, right? And if, (laughs) if the Instagram and Facebook gods (laughs) want you to see it, (laughs) you'll get to see it. Right. Yeah. Um, a lot of the con I, I put up content almost every single day between my various channels. Right. And I have a number of followers, but they don't get to see everything. Um, and I thought a lot of this stuff that I'm putting out, I want it to be something that if a person is just having a really hard time or 
they're struggling in a particular area where business, personal development, motivation is concerned, or anything, they can go on Google and they can search. And one day, (laughs) one day my video will pop up. You know, if the timing is right and they're meant to see it, my video will pop up. It's highly unlikely that that will happen on Instagram and Facebook. Um, If they don't see it within that first 24 to 48 hours, they're probably not going to see it, right? So I wanted a place where I could put these uh, videos, this motivation, all of that stuff, and people could watch it forever (laughs) unless I take it down or something. So honestly, that's why I started with YouTube and it kind of just evolved from there. Yeah, yeah, I can. Uh, yeah, I, I, I can, I can imagine that. Especially uh, when you, inst- if you make like an Instagram image and that kind of stuff, it gets lost on your wall after a while. So I do agree exactly. with that. Yeah. And I think the YouTube search engine makes it that much easier to get to content that you uh, uh, would want to find. Yeah, so, definitely. Uh, yeah, so I, so I understand. Yeah, I understand why you focus then on YouTube. So you said you were uh, putting out content uh, every day through various of your platforms. So how much time do you spend on YouTube on a weekly and daily basis? I am on there all the time. YouTube needs to cut me a bigger check. (laughs) (laughs) The thing about it is... um, Aside from using YouTube to learn, because I guarantee you, I don't care what it is you're trying to figure out, what it is you're trying to learn, I know for a fact that at least one person has made a video on how to do it, (laughs) and you can find it on YouTube. So YouTube always started off with, like, even before I even started a channel, it started off as a platform where if I needed to figure out how to do something, and I'm a visual learner, I could just type it into YouTube, and I'd find a video that would show me. So I'm on YouTube all the time learning things. And then secondly, I'm on YouTube all the time because now I have YouTube channels and I'm constantly editing and (laughs) uploading and doing stuff like that. And then thirdly, like YouTube is cable to me. Like I don't have cable. I haven't had cable in years. Like if I'm not watching YouTube or Netflix or just some online channel, I'm probably not watching it. Yeah, it's it's funny how that goes. I remember when we were young, like the remote control wouldn't leave yeah, my hand. Right. And now I haven't touched one in like four years or something like that. It's yeah. it's so crazy when you think about how much time has progre- uh, so progressed and how much YouTube has taken over like the the watching space. Yes, it has. And that is why I like anyone out there that's listening who has been thinking about starting a YouTube channel, you need to start it now (laughs) (laughs) even though uh let's yeah because when you say like you do a lot of editing and all that kind of stuff uh, to create your content uh you've been you've been at it for a while now and you've seen some success with it Uh, what are the biggest differences between how you worked uh, on your youtube content in the past uh compared to how you uh, approach it now Well, back then, the only kind of structure that I really had, because again, I I was just learning as I went. The only structure I had was I knew I wanted to put out motivational videos, right? And I knew I wanted to put them out on Sundays. That's it. (laughs) That's all I knew. My very first video, I literally took my phone. And this was in the 
I think April or something like that, or mm -hmm. no, it was July. And I went out to a park close to my house and I sat on a bench. I felt super awkward because I'm like, I'm out here by myself talking to my phone. Okay, we're doing this. All right, cool. And um, I was on there for five minutes. Like those videos were just five minutes long and I just wanted to get started. I, I, I had to break past this like, okay, what am I going to post? What content am I going to put out? All of that stuff. So now though, I have so much more structure. Like I do research before I even pick up the camera. Like before I record anything, I'm online, I'm doing SEO research. I'm trying to figure out, okay, what are people actually looking for? What are people searching for? And I'm trying to make content around that within my niche. So it's very different. I have more of a schedule now. I'm I'm not perfect because I, I could do better, but I batch my content. Like I don't just make one video. I uh, sit down in the day and I make a few videos because now I have two channels that I have to manage and I post a video every week for each channel. So that's eight videos a month. So if I don't batch it and do at least two or three videos in the day when I'm going to be filming, like yeah, it's not going to happen because <laughs> I have other things, you know, we all have lives, work, jobs, yeah. all that stuff outside of it. YouTube isn't my full time thing. It's just a thing that I'm doing on top of everything else. Yeah, because so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, in the end, it's basically just a tool to get your message out there. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I can uh, I can uh, really relate to that. Uh, you you were talking about uh, basically SEO and uh, doing research uh, to look at what people want. Uh, do you use specific uh, software for that? So not a little bit, yes. But I I want when I came on here, I was always thinking that I want to make sure that the people that are listening understand that. You don't have to have all the fancy stuff in the beginning because I didn't have any of that. Um, so one of the things I use is the keyword planner tool that is free from Google. Mm -hmm. So that is one. Um, the other one, to be honest with you, bare basics is just to open up an incognito browser and search for things, um, search for things in YouTube within your niche and see what comes up because once you type something in the search bar, yeah. um, like, so for example, you type how to make, just type how you make, YouTube is going to recommend a whole slew of things with those first three words in it. And it'll say like, how to make, I don't know, donuts, how to make peanut butter, how yeah. to make a dress, like, because YouTube is going off of what a lot of people are searching. But the reason why I say use incognito mode is because if you use your regular browser, it's going to go off of your history and what you typically search. And we don't need that because you ain't the one really watching. The yeah. video. <laughs> right. So it's that. And then as you, as you get to a place where, okay, now you want to maybe start investing some money into your YouTube because if you're treating it like a business, sorry, you're going to have to invest into it, yeah. right? Yeah. So uh, the next thing I would tell people to use is I have two plugins that are on my Chrome browser, TubeBuddy and VidIQ. So now when I do my SEO research, they have a keyword um, explorer and I can yeah. actually go in there and it populates all the searches from 
Google and all of that stuff, depending on the country region, like you can really get specific with oh, it. Nice. Yeah. So I think it's a great tool to have and they have both, both plugins have free options and paid options. So it's something you can try out and then decide and you can keep it for free forever if you wanted to, because the free tools that they offer is amazing. But when you're ready to really step your game up, you can always um, bump it up to one of the paid programs. But yeah, that's, that's really all I use. That's it. Oh, nice, nice. Because I saw you had like this uh, resources list uh, with all kinds of uh, tools on it. So I thought maybe uh, there was more, but probably there's not just YouTube stuff on there, but also other stuff, right? All kinds of stuff. So I compiled a PDF with all the software tools, websites, resources that I use to run all of my on and offline businesses. And there are things in there from social media tools, um, editing video tools, YouTube tools, productivity, um, marketing, sales, all of that, oh, personal wow. development. So it's all in there. Yeah. It <laughs> sounds like a lot. I can uh, imagine people with, uh, could really use something like that. So uh, so I'll, what I'll do is, uh, because I saw, I'll just link uh, to it uh, uh, in on my podcast episode page when this comes out so that uh, people can uh, just download it and uh, basically yeah, use it. Yeah, it's a free download and all the information is in the PDF for you to to search and look up and get the tools that you need. Uh, nice. Okay. Then uh, I have a question because uh, I just randomly popped up in my head again, because you mm -hmm. were talking about uh, focusing on YouTube because you're not sure if you, if people see your content on Facebook or Instagram and those kinds of platforms, but are, are there, do you market your videos outside of YouTube then if, uh, if you've, if you have that kind of mindset when it comes to those other uh, platforms? Yes, I do. So I use all my social medias to promote my YouTube channel. Um, so I use Pinterest, I use Facebook, I use Instagram, I use LinkedIn. Um, I also really do depend on YouTube itself promoting my videos. Mm -hmm. And that's why the SEO is so important because if you, if you title a video, I'm going to the bank, right? <laughs> let's just, yeah. let's just say you title the video. I'm going to the bank. <laughs> Now, if you're a big YouTuber who has millions or hundreds of thousands of subscribers, you can do that <laughs> and you will get hundreds of thousands of people watching it because you've built up a base already. Right. Mm. But when you're starting out and you don't have a following yet, you can't just put, I'm going to the bank because your subscribers and also the people who have not subscribed to you yet, they're not searching that. No one's typing, I'm going into the bank on YouTube. Like, so your video is not going to come up unless it got picked up for some other reason. And now it's going viral or something. It's not just going to come up mm. like that. So suggested search, browse search from YouTube, Google, all that SEO stuff comes into play. So I use a combination of both. I also market it through my website and things like that. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. I can imagine that uh, because I, When you when you're on YouTube, you see a lot of these kinds of videos, 
so I can imagine this is a misconception that a lot of people have about succeeding on YouTube. Do you yeah. think there are also other misconceptions that people have about succeeding on YouTube? There's a lot because I had them all. <laughs> I had a good <laughs> chunk of them, except for the fact that I could recognize that um, it takes a lot of work. I knew that from the jump. But the misconception that I want to talk about is that because I feel like a lot of people listening to your podcast are either, you know, maybe just starting out or thinking yeah. about starting a channel. So here's the thing. You don't need all the fancy stuff that you see some of the YouTubers have. Um, you don't need that, especially you're, we're so fortunate nowadays that every smartphone has a very good camera on it. You don't even need like a top of the line smartphone, like an iPhone or something like yeah. that. Like most smartphones have a pretty decent uh, camera. And like I said, for the first, I don't know, year and a half, I think. Yeah. I used my phone. Oh. And, and even when I did get a camera, which the first camera I got, I hated. <laughs> I was like, this is awful. The, the quality on it just wasn't even as good as my actual smartphone. Oh, that's crazy. And it, yeah, it was, it was insane. And, um, I, I got it though, but it's all good, you know, lesson learned. Mm -hmm. I didn't get my official camera, which again, is not a super expensive camera. I didn't get that one until, let's see, two years in. So for two years, I was using my phone to make all my videos. Oh, wow. So I didn't have no fancy tripod. I didn't have any fancy <laughs> equipment. I, I used the software that can that comes on your computer to edit my videos. I found free music online. Oh, in the PDF, I also share where I get my images from, my copyright free music, all of that stuff. So they can have that too. Um, yeah, like that's one of the misconceptions that you need all this stuff. And I can tell you, I've seen a lot of videos where I can tell the audio is terrible. The video quality is terrible, but for some reason, people are watching it because they're getting what they came for. Whatever question they had typed into Google, that video is answering it. So don't feel like you need to have all these fancy tools to start because you really don't. You really, really don't. It's so funny because you said like, you don't need a fancy tripod. And the first thing I look at next to me is my tripod just standing yeah. <laughs> there. But, but here's the thing. The thing is like, as you grow, because now I have that stuff, right? Like mm -hmm. as, as I'm continuing to grow, because YouTube for me is a business now, right? So yeah. I have the tripods. I got a camera. I'm planning on getting another camera one day. Like I, I have a better software system for editing my videos and like all of that stuff will come, but you don't need it to start the channel. Right. And you yeah. don't even need it for a long time. As long as you, you're just putting out content, you're doing your thing, just do it. Yeah. 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 I can, uh, I can agree with that because, oh. <laughs> sorry about that. Oh, did you get a call? <laughs> no, it was, uh, it's my, uh, it's another phone. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No problem. Uh, let's see. So, uh, but I, I do agree with that because when I look at a lot of the videos that I watch on YouTube, it's often uh, people that don't really have that high quality videos, mm -hmm. uh, but the message they're trying to communicate is very clear. So uh, I, I do agree that you don't need that stuff. 
even though it sounds ironic while I'm having like this tripod and everything here that I had since I started my first video on YouTube. <laughs> but that's maybe a story for another day. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's, it's interesting because not everybody succeeds on YouTube, even if they have like all the courses and all that stuff. There are people that fill. Uh, why do you think a lot of people fill on YouTube? Uh, there's a number of things, but I think one of the big ones is they give up too soon. Because mm -hmm. the thing about YouTube is it's very hard, okay? I'm just going to tell people this now. It is very hard when you create a piece of content, okay? Mm -hmm. Imagine spending, I don't know, a good 30 minutes to an hour during your setup, just setting up your scene for the video you're going to do, doing the actual video, not to mention the hours you put in prior to do, doing the research for the video, not to mention the hours you're going to put in afterwards to edit the video and then promote the video and all of this stuff, create the thumbnail, the descriptions, the tags, all of that stuff, hours and hours, if not days <laughs> of your time. And then you upload it and you feel good because you're thinking, all right, they're going to watch it. I'm going to blow up for sure. <laughs> and nothing, yeah. literally crickets. If you get three people that watch your video in the beginning, it's a blessing, right? Mm. It's hard when you put all that work into something and you don't feel like you're getting appreciated or you don't feel like the people that you created it for appreciate it. And the thing is, it's not that people don't appreciate it. It's that they're not seeing it. Yeah. <laughs> so don't be so, so hard on yourself, but understand that it's a, it's a marathon, not a sprint. A lot of people see some people blow up on YouTube and yes, you have some success stories like that, but the majority of people that are successful on YouTube did not blow up. They did it over time. Right? Yeah, if, yeah. yeah, if you go back, like I, I do this all the time, I go onto someone's um, YouTube channel, who's like, in the hundreds of thousands or the millions, and I go back, I sort it from their oldest video. And if you look, they've been on YouTube for six years, seven years, 10 years. It didn't just happen overnight. So I'm not saying that you can't like dream and hope for that to happen to you because I had a video that went viral and it worked out really well for my second channel. But if you wait on that, you're going to be disappointed and you're going to not feel motivated to continue going. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you just have to remember why you started and keep going. Um, a lot of people talk about, oh, don't start YouTube for the money or whatever. And I'm a little bit different because I'm a firm believer that you should get paid for what you do. Mm. I don't care what it is. So, yeah. um, but what people mean by that is don't go in just focusing on the money, right? There's nothing wrong with saying that, yeah, I want to eventually make money from these videos. Nothing wrong with it whatsoever, but know that you're not going to make that money for, for a while <laughs> unless you blow up. So have a bigger reason than just the money. I wanted to inspire and empower women. I wanted to impart my knowledge. I wanted to document my journey as an entrepreneur. So it made it easier to get up every day and create the content because I enjoy doing it and I wanted to share that. The money, the, the growth is like a bonus, right? Yeah. So 
that's what I think that's a, one of the big things why people fail. They just give up too soon. Yeah, I think that's also like a, a very important life lesson that comes back in everything. Like it, it doesn't matter what you do. There's, there's, all, there's almost no such thing as like overnight success. And uh, I've noticed that most of the people that I know that are into like online entrepreneurship, uh, if it if it's YouTube or blogging or creating their own apps and all that kind of stuff, mm -hmm. uh, they all kind of share that mindset about it's going to take a long time. And uh, it's funny, but most of them I've noticed all also have done things in the past uh, where they had to go to that process that made it easier. It, it might be yeah. like learning an instrument or uh, playing basketball or something like that. But they kind of learn from all those other things and then just put that same life lesson that you are now talking about. Uh, they put that in their work. So I always find it interesting to hear that from other people because it confirms more and more uh, that that is basically, I wouldn't say a secret formula, but that's the truth uh behind all the success that you might want to have yeah you just have to keep going if you really want it anyways because the thing with the way i think i'm like i've already put in all this work like i'm not giving up now like because <laughs> we know we know for sure if you stop you're not going to reach where you want to reach so you might as well just keep going yeah yeah i definitely agree with that when I when I think about my my website, it's also because I think I'm now in my I'm somewhere within my second year of this website. Uh, mm -hmm. But I remember like at somewhere around like the one year mark, I wanted to quit. But at the same time, I was looking like that. I spend a year on this thing day in, day out. I'm <laughs> There's no way I'm going to quit exactly. now. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So what is the thing you like the most about creating YouTube videos? Uh, I just, I really like the behind the scenes stuff of it, to be honest with you. Um, don't get me wrong. I, I love creating the content, being on the camera and, and, and giving that information and the knowledge and everything. But I actually really love video editing. Um, it, it, it allows me to, to use my creative side more. Mm. <laughs> um, I like creating the thumbnails. I I like creating all the promotional uh, pieces, all the content that I push out to my social medias to promote the videos and stuff like that. Like, I I really just love that creative process from start to finish. And like when I finish it, it's just like such a it's such a cool feeling because I'm like I know all the stages I went through yeah. to create that. And it's, it's a creation. It's, it's, it's like art to me in a sense. So I, I really do enjoy it. Uh, I like that answer. It's uh, it's something I can very much relate to. It's just yeah. the, the process of things. And just, uh, just like you said, it's art. It, it, it really is. It really is because there's so much you can do to it. And there are so many ways you can express yourself, not only through like the talking through the video, but also uh, the way you make the video look, uh, mm -hmm. the, the sounds behind the video, there's so much you can do with it. It's like, yes. <laughs> I get enthusiastic just thinking about it. I'm telling you, like, don't get me wrong. Like you put in a lot of hours because, oh my goodness, and God forbid you have any issues with like your computer or your software mm. or whatever, it just takes more time. But it's, it's a beautiful thing when you can like look back and watch your video and, 
you like look at it I'm like yeah like I literally shot all those scenes um my editing style the music I choose I'm I'm very intentional with all of those things like yeah so it's good to hear but just as you said it uh, takes a lot of hours and uh, you said uh, you shouldn't do anything without getting money for it so how do you make money on YouTube There's lots of ways, but the main way that a lot of people know is just from the ads that are on your video. So once you get monetized, which now the monetization requirements is that you have to have at least 1,000 subscribers and 4,000 watch hours in a 12-month period. Once you reach that threshold, then as long as your um, content is appropriate, <laughs> uh, YouTube will start putting ads on your videos. And this is a whole other podcast going into like the numbers, your CPM, RPM, all of those things to determine <laughs> how much money you make. But yeah, in a nutshell, the AdSense program is the typical way that people start out making money. But um, if you are thinking from a business mindset, understand that you don't need to be monetized on YouTube in order to make money from YouTube mm. because you can get into affiliate marketing something as simple as um, uh, joining the Amazon program, affiliate program. Yeah. If you want to start off like really quick and easy. And if you're making a video about, I don't know, some product that you use and you love, then you should link to it um, in your description. And when you're starting out as a small YouTuber, you might not have a lot of people click on that link, but The beautiful thing about affiliate marketing is you put that link in your description and it's there forever. Yeah. So whenever someone finds that video and they're like, yeah, I really like that thing she used. And you mention in the video that, hey, check the description bar below because I left a link for it. Now you have people going to Amazon and possibly purchasing. And the beautiful thing with Amazon is even if they don't buy what you re recommended, anything else that they buy, you get a commission from that. Yeah. So there's that. And then of course, if you already are an entrepreneur, maybe you have a course or maybe you do t-shirts, anything that you sell, whether it be online or offline, you can put links to that in your description and people can find you that way. So AdSense is not the only way. Also brand deals, eventually brands will reach out to you or you can reach out to brands and they'll pay you to talk about their product or use their product in your video or whatever there's so many ways <laughs> so many ways yeah i uh, i like that you said that because uh, i i am of the opinion that a lot of people only think about monetizing and that's uh because I, i remember when they first put the rule from uh, that you have to, you have to have a certain amount of watch time uh to uh, be eligible for the adsense program and to get paid that a lot of people were like Uh, getting depressed and went into panic mode while there are so many other ways that you can make money. And funny enough, most of them often make more money per viewer than AdSense does. They do. And it, it's it's baffling that more people don't recognize that. And yeah. when you do the research and you look at the bigger YouTubers, they all say the same thing. Don't get me wrong. Their AdSense money is a lot. <laughs> but it's nothing compared to the other avenues they use to monetize their channel. So 
think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 definitely something to think about, especially when you're starting out on YouTube. Because, for example, I'm into affiliate marketing, and uh, I often see a lot of videos about people making money on YouTube, and then they talk about, uh, for example, like with uh, with thousand subscribers, you can make this amount of money. With ten thousand subscribers, you can make this amount of money. And I remember one video they were talking about: if you have fifteen thousand subscribers, you can make like. Uh, I don't know, something around like the $400 or something like that. But I was mm -hmm. like, with that kind of money, if you put that into affiliate, uh, if you direct that to affiliate offers, you could be in the five figures like easily. So it it, it really it really amazes me uh, that that doesn't get talked about in, uh, a lot. Speaking of that, uh, is there something in your opinion that doesn't get talked about enough uh, regarding succeeding on YouTube? Yeah. I feel like one of the reasons why, and, and I, to be honest with you though, it's, I'm noticing it more and more. I'm noticing that more YouTubers are being more transparent. And when I started off in YouTube and even before that, everyone was very hush hush mm. about their pay. And I'm not saying you have to um, disclose all of your business, but the thing is, when a person is coming into an industry for the first time and they're able to search for uh, a YouTube video that tells people, hey, you know what, you can make really great money doing this. It, you're not going to start off with this great money, but as you build it, it will grow. Right. Mm -hmm. I wish that that was talked about more because. What I was finding was a lot of people would talk about the fact that, oh, you can't make a lot of money from YouTube. It's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> you can make a lot of money from YouTube, but you're not going to quit your day job from your first YouTube check. Like, <laughs> you're not just going to up and quit. So I think one of the things that, and it, it goes hand in hand with it, why some people don't succeed is because more of us YouTubers aren't being transparent with the things that we do. Like we're not sharing these things. Like um, it's only been more recent that people are now sharing the software they use, the camera they use, um, the like how they create their videos, how they edit their videos. And I've always been the kind of person, I don't believe that anybody is my competition. I don't mm -hmm. believe that. I believe that the only competition I have to deal with is my yesterday self or tomorrow's self. Like I'm always trying to be better than I was a week ago, a month ago, a year ago. So if I share my knowledge, I, I don't, I'm not of the mindset that if I share it, you're going to take it and be better than me. Yeah. So I'm, I'm always about like, share your knowledge and you don't have to tell people all of your intimate details of your business, but it gives people hope and it motivates them and it inspires them and it gets them to like try things. Like I think part of the reason why a lot of people aren't succeeding is just because aside from like, you know, the obvious, like they just need to step up their game or be consistent and all mm -hmm. that stuff is because they don't really know if this is something that can really pan out and they're putting all this energy and effort into it. And if they had one person that said, yeah, you know what, keep going because this is, this is where I came from and look at where I am now. It would motivate them and inspire them to keep going when they don't have the views, when they don't have the subscribers, you know, when they, 
when they're stuck and they can't figure out what to create. So. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. It's it's funny because uh, yesterday I put up like a a podcast uh, with other YouTuber where basically he's like a, a yeah affiliate marketer slash uh, WordPress teacher uh, mm-hmm. that also uses YouTube. Uh, you should check it out the episodes with Alice Cooper. But he said the exact same thing about uh, on on YouTube. A lot of these people don't see themselves uh, as competition. There's like um, more than there's more than enough out there for everyone, yeah. and we should just help each other just get to where we are, exactly. where we want to go. So yeah, I find it, I, I find it interesting because this confirms that also for maybe people that are listening that are trying to get into YouTube that a lot of YouTubers there out there w- are willing to help you. And most yeah. of the time I feel like collaborations and that kind of stuff uh, could help with that. Yeah, collaborations are awesome. Um, I always tell people, and if any of you decide to follow me on Instagram, I, I do weekly lives and I talk about stuff like that. I One of my lives a few weeks ago, I was talking about how to reach out to do collaborations because there's a mm. way to do it. And um, in any in any partnership, in anything you're doing, there has to be a win-win on both sides. Like yeah. you can't go into something and just want to take and have nothing to give in return. So you there's a way, way to go about it, but yeah. You should collaborate more. You should reach out. You should do all of that stuff. And we all can succeed in our own way because the one thing that sets us all apart is that we're we're unique. Each of us is a different person. Like no one is like me. No one is like you. And the way you do something, the way you deliver it is the way you deliver it. And there's yeah. going to be somebody out there that even though they've heard this information 10 million times, <laughs> when you say it, when you present it to them, it's like a light bulb goes off in their yeah. head. And they're like, yeah, like he gets me, <laughs> right? <laughs> Even though they've heard this so many times before. So there's no competition out there. You're the only one stopping you. You're the only barrier. That's it. Nice, nice. I, I like how you put that into words because I really agree with that. It's, it, it really... It, depending from what person the advice comes can make so much of a difference. Cause yeah. I, I remember like, uh, for example, in even, even per subject, uh, it can make a difference because I remember like, do you remember back in the day you had like, uh, ET, the hip hop preacher? Yeah. I still listen to ET. Oh my goodness. Still. I, I haven't heard this stuff in a long time, but probably because I have a new YouTube account, so I'm not subscribed on there. But he and uh, Tony Robbins were talking about the exact same things, uh, but for some reason, uh, with specific subjects, I gravitate more to ET, while with yeah. other subjects, I would gravitate more to Tony Robbins. So it's, it's really interesting that it's not only like the person, but sometimes it's even the subject uh, yeah. that can make you that much more unique. Definitely, yeah. So it's, yeah, it's interesting. So uh, yeah, so you've been busy with uh, Unchained CEO and everything. So I was wondering, where do you see Unchained CEO in 10 years? Well, the Unchained CEO is going to continue doing what it's been doing. Um, We're going to continue to inspire and empower women all over the world. I know, I believe it with all my heart that it's going to be international. Nice. And we're going to continue to do events 
workshops have online and offline type of resources that are available. Um, eventually, I want to have like an annual conference. Uh, we're going to continue to grow the YouTube channel. Um, more people are going to come on board because it's not just going to be me. Like the mm. Unchained CEO is not just me. It's me right now, but it's not just me. I want it to be a collective yeah. of people who ha are breaking away from the stereotypes and the societal as well as the religious stereotypes any boxes yeah. that society or religion has put us in especially as women and just stepping into our purpose stepping into our power and just being amazing and doing all the beautiful and amazing things that god placed on our hearts to do so mm. i see it really growing and being like a household name so this podcast 10 years from now gonna go back and listen to this podcast and who knows oh, oh yeah 10 years from now your podcast is gonna continue to be doing well and i'm gonna come on for the 10-year reunion oh now. yeah yeah we're definitely gonna do that <laughs> just thinking back about it <laughs> for sure you're probably you're already a lot more international than i think you realize i and you know what it's funny because I, I feel like there's there's always room for improvement, but I'm blessed that I have been able to cross over into places that I've literally physically never even been. Like when I look at my analytics, I have such a huge following in different parts of Africa and I've never nice. been to Africa before. I don't know anyone personally in Africa. Um, it's We've gone over to the US, obviously like my biggest my biggest demographics basically come from the United States, the UK, mm. parts of Africa and parts of the Caribbean. So it's, it, it, it's, it's really weird to, oh, yeah. <laughs> to know that like you're kind of, your face is kind of all over the place, but at the same time, if my, my motto has always been, I don't care if one person watches me or a million people right? Yeah. I, I treat it the same way because to me, if only one person sees my live or watches my video or hears this podcast, then that was the person that needed to hear me that day. And they needed that information. And I did my job. I love it. It's like the, the Michael Jordan mentality. It's like that one little kid could be there yes. in the stands. Uh, so I have to go all out. And uh, yeah, I, I really love it because I was watching your life and everything and I saw like literally friends of mine that I didn't even know were interested like in uh, stuff like uh, entrepreneurship or the motivational side of things and yeah. uh, they were popping up in your life so I thought oh this mm. is very interesting that is awesome yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah uh, Sarah I want to thank you for being here I really enjoy this and uh yeah, I, I've, I've kind of learned a lot about not only you, but about YouTube. So thank you for that. Thank you for having me. Much appreciated. Well, that's all for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it and learned something from it. If you want to hear more from Sarah, you can go to the Unchained CEO on YouTube or the UnchainedCEO.com for a website. Uh, I've also dedicated a special page on my website called real digital success slash unchained ceo where you can find all the links to everything she recommended on this podcast episode 
So yeah, that's all I want to say. This is the podcast allergic to everything fake and addicted to everything online, authentic, and real. This was a new episode of the Real Digital Success Podcast. Peace.